You're very welcome to episode 224 of the Tree Talk podcast with myself, Jack Neville, and Matt O'Callan of the Weekly Observer um, in association with Noel's Menswear. So thank you to Noel's Menswear for getting on board with Tree Talk. Uh, another bumper episode to get through this week. There's so much happened since we last spoke, Matt. Very little in terms of games, but there's been squads announced and managerial changes and, and things of that nature. So stay tuned for all that and more. The impression the game we get all with what you put into is like a walk of life. If you're good enough, go out and get it, no more about it. But not so much control in the centre of the field from Kilkenny as Richie Bennett sends it high and over the bar. If your mother sends you down to the shop for a pound worth of goods and she gives you 50 pence, you can't get the pounds worth of goods, can you? Just about kept in. Oh, well, it's Shawnee Buckley. To do that to Tomas O'Shea, he deserves to score from here. One of the highlights of the second game. Went out there from the war court today. No more about him. He made all the run. That was it. Put the ball over the barrel, the fact of it, and that's it. No ifs, no buts. Is there much time left? There's no sympathy in this game for anybody. Recording on a Wednesday afternoon. It's it's not great out there, Matt. How are you keeping? I'm good, Jack. I'm good. There's there's certainly a bit of a change there, but um, you know, I think it was forecast that we're to get heavy rain today, and I suppose it, it, it's been spot on. The, the forecast never seems to be wrong when this bad weather is predicted. But um, um, yeah, I'm I'm feeling good. But um, you know, I I, I I'd much prefer if there was um. We don't know what the weather is going to be like, which is, you know, heading into what's a very, very busy weekend for Limerick GA and on many fronts, I suppose, a defining weekend for Limerick GA because um, the senior hurdlers potentially can qualify for the league semi-final. The, the senior footballers can take a joint step away from the bottom of the table. The same for the senior Komogi side. So, um, and the minor Komogi side um, might take a giant step towards towards the B knockout stages. So, um, yeah, it's a hectic weekend, um, but um, we, we would certainly like that, that, that the gods above and the elements um, would, would, would frown favourably on us, you know, but we don't have control over it, Jack. Yeah, I think regardless of the weather, uh, we'll see you make your triumphant return to the Gaelic Crowns as well on Sunday, please, God. Yeah, I'm absolutely delighted to, you know, um, I had been stricken with illness there, um, as you know, for the last 15 months. Um, it, 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 it limited my movement considerably, but I'm back in the Gaelic grounds and I'm delighted to be back there on Sunday. You might miss the game with the amount of people that you'll have to, to stop and chat to inside the Gaelic grounds. I remember at the Komogi finals two years ago, we nearly missed the start of it. There were so many people clamouring to get a word in, in with you, Matt. So hopefully we'll be back to that um, this week. I'll make, a, I'll, 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 I'll make a, little, a little beeline tower hole up at the top of the stand, Jack. Yeah, that's that's the place to be. Obviously, um, a double header. It's a, it's a huge our, our, two our, games. Our, and, own, our own ivory tower. Yeah. Um, but before, before we get into any games, Matt, or into the weekend's action, obviously on Sunday evening, um, terrible, tragic news broke. Um, for the GA community, the, the passing of Liam Kearns, someone so synonymous with 
obviously he's a, he's a carry man, but so synonymous with the success of not only Limerick in the early thousands, but also Tipperary. And he was he was the Offaly manager at the time of his passing. But when I was growing up, I, I was only three or four when they got to the under twenty one All Ireland final. But that group of players gave us so many good days. And when I was young, Limerick football was the only show in town. The hurlers. You know, weren't up to much. They got to that Ireland final in 2007, but it's hardly mad for people now to think about what the state of play was in Limerick J circles that it was the football team. And Liam, Liam Kearns was the spearhead of that, I think it's fair to say. Ah, uh, yeah, Jack. Look, uh, everything that has gone on, you know, over the last week and will go on over the, the coming weeks and for many weeks to come are completely overshadowed <coughs> by that tragic news that we had on. on on Sunday evening, and um, you, you're absolutely right. Um, look, whatever Liam Cairns went, and it wasn't an accident, uh, success followed. And you could say to a certain degree, Jack, that he revolutionised Limerick football because he 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 first became involved with Drum Bradford, and very much left his mark in 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 the rise of Drum Bradford from you know from being scarcely involved in football at all to being one of the, the powerhouses of Limerick football, of Limerick football um, which has yielded seven county senior titles. Now, he wasn't involved in all of them. He was involved at the start. But he, he moved on then to um, the um, Limerick under-20 side. And um, he, he did fantastic innings. Um, he assembled an, a, a fantastic team in... in, 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 um, in 2000 in the year 2000 and i you know i i have no doubt it was his football news that brought the, the, the whole lot of them together and gave us such such a marvelous run in that year um a rare monster semi-final win over cork in cork um uh led to a um a monster final down in dungarvan uh which limerick won by seven points to four um, to be crowned monster champions in the grade for the first time and the only time to date. And then went on um, to beat Westmeath in the All-Ireland semi-final to set up a final with a star-studded Tyrone side, uh, above, captained by Cormac McAnallen above, above in, in Mullingar. And like, you know, it... it, it, it um, it, it, it was a Limerick team that did, did things the hard way for the simple reason that they had to go to Cork. They then had to go to Waterford, which is most unusual in the Munster final. I remember there was debate about it at the time. And then, then had to, um, I think it was Portlaoise, they beat Westmeath, and then, then had to go to Mullingar to play Tyrone. Um, it, it was a phenomenal achievement, and he, he brought it all together, and he spearheaded it all. He later went on to the senior team, Jack, and he absolutely maximised to the very last that under-20 side. He successfully uh, had so many of those players make a successful transition from underage to senior, and it's not easily done. And in that we contested a number of monster finals, and were it not for the for the height and the fingers of, of Daryl O'Shea, like we would have ended 113 years without a, a, a Munster title in 2004 when we forced Kerry to a replay. So, like, he, he, he really, really left his mark 
in, in, in Limerick football. And he brought Limerick football to a new place. Uh, no question about it. And, uh, you know, he brought new belief in, in, in into football in the county. Um, and, and, of course, his record since has been phenomenal. He went on to Leash, um, guided him to a Leinster final, went on to Tipperary, guided him to an All-Ireland semi-final for the first time in 81s. And that included a quarterfinal win over Galway. And Jack, in, in recent weeks and in recent months, he was beginning to make his 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 mark in Offaly. Offaly won the All Ireland Under Twenty Championship two years ago, and you know it was a masterstroke on the part of 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 Michael Dagnan to bring in somebody like Liam Cairns, um who would help those players, as he successfully did with Limerick, transition from from under 20 to senior. And um, he had sown the seeds of, of, of a revival in, 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 in Offaly, but unfortunately, it, 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 it has been cut so short. And, you know, we would like just to join with the whole myriad of people across the country in extending our sympathy to his wife, his daughters, and his 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 extended family at this very very difficult time. Yeah, I echo those those sentiments and condolences <coughs> to his wife, his two kids, and and all the family. But I hope the the tributes to the men go some way in in helping them come to terms with it because he did so much for for every county he was involved in. And obviously on on Sunday as well, we we had the, the sad passing of Tom Morn, who was another man synonymous with that. Uh, with Limerick around the time in both hurling football, Moran's Red Cow Hotel was emblazoned on the jersey. Probably the first jersey I have has um, Moran's Red Cow Hotel on the front of it. So condolences to Tom Moran and his family. Also, two good gales lost, um, unfortunately, on the same day. Um, getting I, into... I, I, I would like to concord with you on that and Tom Moran. Like, um, an absolutely, totally dedicated Limerick man, um, um, who started from humble beginnings in West Limerick and became, I suppose, Jack, he 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 became a pioneer in in in, in the pub trade and um, you know, which led from from having a pub in West Limerick to having the iconic red cow in now in Dublin and um, like there was there was a link um, with 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 um, with Liam Kearns, uh, you know, um, in that. I think Tom Warren um, and the Red Cow were the, the Limerick main sponsors at the time of the Limerick breakthrough in 2000 and their subsequent um, near misses in the Munster Senior Football Championship in the early noughties. And again, to Tom Warren's family, we extend our sincere sympathy. Like Lim Limerick GA has lost two icons, Jack, two iconic figures um, that have given so much for so long to the county. Now, as you rightly said, Liam Cairns was a carryman, but he, um, he, he, he's an adapted Limerick man, no doubt at all about it. He made Limerick his home, although he, he I think he was living in Clanlara, but um, he, he, his, his association was with, with Limerick full stop. And um, it's a very, very sad, it, it, it's a it's very, very sad week, Jack, um, for the, the GA in this county. Two men, two men that have given so much for so long. Yeah, may they rest in peace. Um, getting into getting into the games that uh, game, the main game we had at the weekend, Matt, was obviously 
the Limerick hurlers beat Westmead pretty comprehensively, 127 to 115. Without dwelling on the result, I don't think the result was ever really in question. I don't think a team operating where Westmead are were going to trouble uh, the reigning trainer All-Ireland champions. But there was so much positives for Limerick to take out of the game. Obviously, neither of us were there, so we're only relying on clips. But um, Jamer Burns, Aaron Galan, Carl O'Neill and Mike Casey are back, you know, with Wexford to come this weekend and probably league semi-finals. Limerick are looking in really good shape this year. Looking in really good shape, and I understand that uh, David Reedy is closing in on a, on a on a return again within a couple of weeks of it. So, um, look, he, he, going to Westmead, and this is no disrespect to Westmead because there's wonderful people in Westmead um, doing great work for hurling, but um, it, 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 there was ever only going to be one result, Jack, and um, and that 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 was that was. Um, Limerick were going to come away with the points. I suppose the only thing that was in question was the margin of of, of victory, um, because he, he, you know, had had um, Clare beaten Galway, it might very well have come down in the last day to to um, points difference. But uh, that's that's out the window now at the moment, unless Wexford beat Limerick and and um, Galway beat Westmead, we'll be back into the points scenario again. But um, you're right, Jack. Um, uh, what what was a, 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 there's there's so much to take out of what was a routine game and a routine victory for um for Limerick and it, it it's the return of the four lads, which is absolutely phenomenal. Um, uh, to think that um here you are heading into the closing stages of the league, and you're able to call on that type of talent, you know, to booster up your forces. At this time, at this crucial stage of the year, um, like Holler Deer, Dermot Burns, three times All Star, Gavin Galland, you know, uh, Mikey Casey, um, Cahal O'Neill, you know, what other counties would 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 give to have the like of of four players like that coming in and coming in at a stage when you're in the home straight of the league, Jack, and um, ho- wherever that journey will take us. Um, we know that if we avoid defeat against Wexford on Sunday, um, that it will take us to a semi-final with Tipperary the following weekend, and um, uh, possibly maybe a, a league final two weeks later. So there's so much positives to be taken out of the the, the win over Westmead, and um, uh, you know for the reasons that we said, um, it, it would normally be a routine type of game. But certainly for the reasons we said, it, it, it is hugely, hugely significant. And uh, it, I, I could imagine not, not crystal balling or anything at this stage. At it, 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 um, it, it's likely that we're going to see those four starting uh, again on, on, on um, Sunday to get to get valuable game time. But Jack, spare a thought for Donoko Dolly. Yeah, just Ma- making there. his first start and scoring five points from play. That's the stuff that dreams are made of. He had made a couple of cameo appearances before this. And Jack, he has a very healthy tally of one goal and six points in the league to date, all from play. He scored in so every game. That, that is a player like that, that, uh, that um, you know, came through the under-20 system, played in the All-Ireland final last year, 
and was such a crucial figure in, in, in Mona Lean winning the All-Ireland Man of the Match in the All-Ireland Final. It, it, he's a player that has absolutely developed game on game almost at this stage. And it, it, I think it's fair to say that at this stage, Donegal Dolly is an integral part of, 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 of the Limerick senior squad. Yeah, and he's one of a couple that, that have come in uh, and, you know, and have made their mark because we've obviously lost some players to the squad. There's been no, you know, official release of who's in or who's out, but saw Pat Ryan and off the ball, you know, we'd heard that he was with the panel any longer. Uh, I think Robbie Handley is another one. There's, there's a few more that we haven't seen that we aren't likely to see again, but the likes of Dunica and, and Fergal O'Connor, even Shane O'Brien, that they're they're coming in and they're making their impact straight away. And it bodes well for Limerick because you, you do have to keep it fresh going forward. But this Sunday at quarter to two, it's Wexford. Well, Jack, and... before you go from that point, I'd like to make a point. You should say, never say never, never, you know, for, oh, yeah. for, for players. I, I think being dropped off the panel should throw down a challenge to those that were dropped um, to, 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 to prove the manager wrong. Yeah. And, and oh, yeah, you know, get up to the level again that that he just has to recall him. And um, John Kiley will have no problem recalling people if they're if they're playing up to the required standard, particularly with that club. So for the players that were dropped, you know, all is not lost. They're going to have a fantastic opportunity during the Limerick Senior Hurling Championship to restake their claims. Yeah, we saw with Ushin O'Reilly <laughs> what he did for Kilmallock two years ago, and now he's parting. You know, when he's All Ireland, it was a key member of the squad last year so in the, as you said never say never but credit to the young lads that are hitting the ground running and Donegal all like the leading light in, in that regard but Wexford Matt is tricky because they haven't been going well but they're probably a team that winter hurling suits more than summer hurling um and Limerick have a pretty bad record against Wexford you know um obviously lost in the first round last year um were beaten in John Kiley's first game in charge in 2017. Now, both of those came in Wexford Park, but I haven't seen much talk of Wexford upsetting the odds. I don't think they will, but they'll be far more difficult than people are making out. Yeah, I think they will. Um, I, You know, I think Wexford showed signs of revival um, last week against Cork, but um, what has been unsaid about Wexford um, uh, during the league campaign to date. First of all, they had a number of players um, that had given great service to the county uh, at the, had had re- retired at the start of the year. People like Harry Keogh, Paul Morris and these fellas who, you know, who were ever present with, 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 with Wexford. Um, uh, Sean Murphy, I think, was another one. But they were without a number of key players like Matthew O'Hanlon, Lee Chin, Rory O'Connor, and I suppose it's no coincidence that Matthew O'Hanlon and Lee Shin were back last week against um, last Sunday against Cork and um, Lee Shin got nine points, five of them from play. Um, so apparently he's none the worst of his layoff. So yeah, Wexford have always proved to be difficult customers for Limerick. Um, yeah. And um, it it it. Um, I, I think it's going to be a difficult game, but it'll probably be the type of game that John Kiley would want at this stage to get a tough test to his players. Um, 
as as they head into the knockout knockout stage of the of the competition if they win. Plus, and at this stage of the year, with <coughs> the championship scarcely over a month away, you know, you 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 easy rides are no good in preparation for the championship, Jay. No, and I think Limerick. You, you want tough games, and you you see, Wexford will be coming to the Gaelic grounds. They have nothing to play for. Nothing to play for. So, yeah. um, insofar as the league is concerned, but Jack, they will want to be um, getting their ducks in order. They will want to be getting their house in order because they have a they have a huge game in the opening round of the Leinster Championship when they travel to Pier Stadium to play Galway. And you know the importance, Jack, that, uh, that, that there is in getting off to a winning start in a tight situation, such as the Munster and Leinster Championships are. And, like, it, it, it's a huge game for Wexford going to travelling to Galway. Um, I suppose, apart from maybe Nolan Park, um, there couldn't be a tougher test. So, Gary Egan... It, He'll be chance in a serious competitive game. He will be relying on challenge games after this. You know, to to to, to, to you know to get his team and uh, you you what you will see <coughs> I expect Sunday is as near as possible to a Wexford championship team. Yeah, most likely. And I'd say the same could probably be said for Limerick. Um they're more than likely gonna have a league, a league semi-final to look forward to, but if they don't, John Kai doesn't want to run the risk of getting prepared for a league semi-final. And it doesn't come. Permutations is if Limerick win or draw, they're true. If they lose and Clare and Galway both win, then all three of them will finish on six points and come down to scoring difference. And Clare's is very healthy after their big win over Westmead. So for Limerick to go through, they just need to avoid losing and Clare and Galway winning because they have head-to-head over the two of them. So that's the state of play um, for Limerick heading into this final round game. But um, I'll come back to the hurlers at the very end. There's one just sharp question I want to ask you about the hurlers. But sticking with the hurling and moving on to the, the under-20s and minors, their squads were announced during the week. They're both starting their Munster Championship campaigns. Next week, the minors are in the Friar Field on Tuesday for Waterford and the under-20s are there the following evening against the same opposition. It's running the same round robin as the senior championship, so we get plenty of time to see both. The minor games have been streamed by Munster J T V. The twenties games are by the YouTube TG Carr's YouTube channel. Um, both squads are on the website if you want to see them briefly. On the the minors, the under seventeens, um, Drummond Lacabanog, Sean Morrissey is the team captain, and Dara Furland of Monline is the vice captain. Evan Loftus is the manager. There's an extensive background team. There's a couple of lads remaining from last year's team. Ty Body, we know from the long puck, Shane O'Grady, Darren Colopy, John O'Keefe, and Dermot Lyons are all in tow again. But under 17s, Matt, we'll see we'll see a lot of new faces coming through. But the under 20s, there's a lot of lads there that we know about, players that we've seen um in action, namely Adam English, an All-Ireland winner. He's probably the best known name on that under 20s team. Ethan Hurley is captain. Paddy Donovan is vice captain. Paddy obviously played for Limerick Seniors a couple of times last year. From the All Ireland te- or the team that got to the All Ireland Twenties final last year, Matt, there's seven still there that started the final. Evan O'Leary from Mahan, Keen Scully, John McLacca, John Curry, Patrick Swell, Adam English, and Shane O'Brien from Kilmallock, as well as Ethan Hurley 
and Paddy Donovan. Um, obviously, Watford have a certain Patrick Fitzgerald from Ballygunner that we we know too well at this stage. But uh, that twenties team is fairly stacked, isn't it? It's it's it, it's it's a strong side actually, you know, and they 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 um they, they as miners they 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 won the championship. Uh, the yeah. minor championship. They they beat Tipperary in a hectic monster final in Limerick and had a very good win over Cork in the in the semi final in Tullus. Now that that's three years ago, and you you'd say, and it was in the height of the COVID pandemic as well. So you 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 you'd be entitled to think that it'll have no bearing whatsoever on what will happen in, in this year. But it, it's a it's a guide, Jack. But yeah. it, it it's no more and. Um, you, you you just have a look at the under-21 squad, and as you rightly pointed out, three of them have played with the Limerick Seniors, we say um, Adam English and uh, Shane O'Brien are currently involved. Patrick O'Donovan has experience with it. But um, there are other players, you know, have, have experienced great highs since emerging from minors, and I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the like of Ronan Lyons, Lachlan McHale, and... and um, uh, Joseph Fitzgerald, oh, um, you know, they, they they would have been exposed to top class hurling here, including winning an All Ireland final in Croke Park, which will 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 benefit them. Um, like Keen Scully is is just out of um, he he will be out of college this year, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, and O'Leary, Mikey Gavin, they're All Ireland winners as well. Um, yeah. with 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 um. With, with Art School Reese and JJ Carey is in there as well. So, and that there are others. So, like, you know, Dermot Mullins has assembled a very, very strong squad, a, 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 a squad with a, with a winning mentality, Jack. Um, now, it has to be said, Jack, that for the first year, the Monster Under 21 Hurling Championship has been run on a, a round, full round robin. Like the five counties, Kerry are not involved, but the other five counties will all play each other. And uh, the team that will finish top, the county that will finish top at the end will go straight through to the final. And the counties that finish second and third will play in a monster semi-final. So yeah. it's, it's going to be an exciting month. Now, the final is down for early May. Semi-final and final are down for early May. So like we're going to have a crash course of monster under 20 hurling. Now yeah. the vibes that that we the, the the vibes that we are hearing um is that um Waterford have a very good team this year. And yeah, the Patrick Fitz, obviously. <laughs> yeah, the, we, we seem to have heard that before, you know, but um look, you 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 have to you you have to take on what's put in front of you. And um like we cannot overstate the importance of getting off to a winning start. And um, yeah. Limerick will certainly, um, um, you know, now, Ethan Hurley um, was an exceptionally good miner. And I, I, I think he has tra transitioned very, very well into adult hurling, particularly with Newcastle West last year. <coughs> he was a he was an absolute key player and um, uh, really, and, um, you know, I, I think possibly a very good choice that he has been named as captain. Um, yeah. We, we all know what, we all know what Patrick O'Donovan can do. Like he, he was involved with Limerick um, in the Munster League. Was it last year? Yeah. Against um, 
played a number of games, got on the score sheet, sheet, um, but was was dogged by injury for a lot of 2022. Um, yeah. um but um seemed when he finally shed off the injury, um, recaptured his best form, particularly for Effen. And uh, I I would certainly have been looking forward to to Patrick and and um be, being a key member, and of course, Jack, um, we haven't mentioned Shane O'Brien and Adam English. Yeah, there's there's so many players on, on the you know, squad. And... We, we 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 know what that you are about. You know, I yeah. You know, there's there's um, no there's I'm... loads from if from uh, from the club scene, especially just running through the list briefly. Like um, Dave Fitz from Kildare Palace Henry, I think is an exceptional good young hurler. Absolutely, um, an exception, an, an exceptional player, Jack. I, um, I I agree with you. A total exceptional player. Now there's a young lad out in Temple Clanton who's a very good player as well, Adam Fitzgerald. Whether he'll make the first fifteen or not, I I I don't know. But a very very good player coming through, and it's nice to see players like that. You know. Oh yeah, hundred um, percent. Coming um, through and. There's there's more just when you when you mentioned a lad that mightn't be on the starting team. I think Fintan Fitz. He's only I'd say he's still only seventeen from Hungerton St. Paul's. We saw him. For Ard Scullerish, like a brilliant, brilliant forward. He's absolutely. And, um, he, 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 my my understanding is he has another year with Ard Scullerish. Oh, I, I would imagine so. He's only he's just out of minor, like he's only yeah. seventeen years of age. He's yeah, club very, medley very, very, very good player. And if you recall, he he had an exceptionally good game <coughs> in last year's Premier Under Twenty One final. And just mentioning that Under Under Twenty One final. How great it is to see Liam Lynch back. That's where I was going in, to his in, club in, in the Limerick panel. Yeah, oh, <laughs> Liam, Liam has all the qualities to go go all the way. So hopefully he's he shed that injury. He's played for twenty one, so I'd imagine he'd be he'd be right to the fore. And then Oshino Farrell, it, it's good to have an, a Skeeton man um, in there. He was phenomenally good for us last year, by far and away our best player. Um, you know, and he was only seventeen at the time, so. For Oshin to get his recognition out here in the West, like Adam Fitz and Temple Glanton, more of these lads, it's good to see that there's there's a spread around the county. So as I said, you're like I, I cannot let you go without that with that without mentioning him. Then he of Glenrow. Ah, yeah, well, we've we've seen we've seen Liam for a long time, and he was with UL as well, as far as I'm, I'm concerned. But it's great that there is, I think, there's 24. Yeah, yeah, no, your, your point is well made, Jack. Your point is very well made. It's you know, it means that Dermot Mullins and his management team have scored the length and breadth of this county to get the best yeah. talent that's available. There's 24 clubs represented, which which says its own says on about the work that was done by the lads, but. Seven o'clock uh, next Wednesday, live on YouTube for TG Cahar, uh, Limerick versus Wadford. They'll have Clare at home, they'll have Tip Away and Cork at home, the same format as the seniors. So will the minors. So the best look to Evan Loftus with the minors and to Darren Mullins with the 20s. We'll be keeping uh, a close watch on all the goings on um, with the minors and 20s going forward. Alongside the seniors, it's going to get very, very hectic, Matt. I think it's, it, it's fair to say. But uh, we wouldn't have it um, any other way. In terms, no, of... Jack. Um, uh, you know, uh, we, we, we're we're into the meaty part of the season now, as far as the intercounty is concerned. Once the underage starts, um, you know, we're you know we're going to have minors and under twenty ones practically on a weekly basis. We're going to have the under twenty one football uh, coming on board in early in, in in early July and. 
you know, I, I have to mention it again, Jack. I have to mention it again, and I, I presume you're going to mention in the, the Lima O'Connor Cup. Yeah. Well, we'll be I'll keep that. my powder dry till you, 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 um, un yeah, until we'll... you mention I'm you, thinking you, with Jack, a small... Jack, I know what you're thinking. There's a tirade coming. Yeah, I'll hold you on. I'll hold you on hurling Kawhi for a while. I'll stick with. We'll stick with the small ball while while we're on it, and we'll go to the big ball then for, for good once we get through that. But in terms of Komogi, Matt, um, obviously the the seniors game was called off last week against Down. That is just refixed for this Saturday. Limerick versus Down in Leitrim Fontenoy's at two o'clock this Saturday afternoon. Permutations, everything stay the same. Need a win, um, and you're probably safe with a win before you play off play. But going on to the minors, Matt, and you saw him in action. Um, fantastic win over the weekend, pretty comprehensively um, against Offaly. Um, and you and you said there's a lot, there's a lot of good players coming through there. So the the future is bright for Limerick Camogie. Jack, um, when I saw that Limerick minor panel when launched, um, I think it was back as far back as November. Um, it would give you a sense of the amount of work. That joint managers Paul Paul Neenan and Tony Dunn have 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 put into him. I I I I was immediately struck by um, some of the players that I knew and the qualities that they brought. First of all, there 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 were four players from from um, from Adair, all of who have Munster Junior medals to show for their efforts, and three of them got on the starting team. Now Carla Griffin didn't, but. Um, Amy Mullins and um, uh, did uh, as did 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 Poppy Gilton Ann and Kira Dunn. They 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 um, was magnificent. I thought at midfield last week, but Poppy Gilton Ann, Jack. This is a special player. This is a special Camogie player. I I I I believe that she, she's a very very good player. Um, and um, I saw the like of Katie Dore and Abby Murray. Um, who played in last year's um, county senior Camogie final. Now, they didn't start, but they came on and made a contribution. And Katie Dore got, Lim got Limerick's third goal. Um, Roisin O'Brien is, is a huge talent. Um, Jack, she was playing at, at centre forward. She ended up with a goal and four points. She's the daughter of well-known referee Kevin O'Brien. And... Um, she did an absolutely fine game, as as you know. And I, I don't want to be name dropping too much. Neve Brennan, we we knew about her coming up at underage. She played again with a hand seniors last year. And a girl called Laura Southern Southern from Monaline, a very very useful player. But but Jack, one to fifteen, this is a strong Limerick team, a very long strong Limerick team. And I just put it into context. Offaly's last game was before before they played Limerick <coughs> was the Leinster Shield final against Wexford, who they beat comprehensively uh, to retain the shield. And um, so, look, they came to Limerick with, 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 with high hopes. But, Jack, it, 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 it was over after nine minutes. Limerick had seven points on the board. Seven points, seven scores. You know, which yeah. which like they, they they had a forward line that was movement. I didn't mention Claire Power and Danny Kenny down the forwards either. Uh, look, Jack, they to me they're a good side, you know, yeah. and um 
certainly Paul Paul Neenan and and um, Tony Dunn chatting with him after you know they certainly weren't getting carried away whilst they appeared to be pleased they weren't getting carried away they go to Wexford this weekend uh, a Wexford team that was as I said comprehensively beaten by Offaly and um, the the the, the omens the, the omens should be good for a second win yeah, well, the best look to that side they've, they've then, shown. Then, then, then they travel to Meath, who were beaten by Wexford, and then they have Antrim in Abbottstown before finishing the campaign with a game against Clare. So that that is what is in front of them. Well, the best look to the squad. They've they've started in the right direction, and the best look to the junior side as well. They're in action uh, this weekend against Dublin. We haven't confirmation of fixtures, but it'll be online. Or on the the Camogies Twitter and Facebook when that comes through. So the best look. Yeah, to but all... Jack, this is Wednesday and the game is Saturday. I know, but we'll be here know, all day. I know we're hammering week. this. We're hammering this every, every every week. Like as far as we're concerned, the game uh, against Dublin could be Mars, the Moon, or Croke Park. You know. Yeah. And this oh, this true. is Wednesday and the game is Saturday. Seventy two hours out, and we we don't know a venue, no, we don't know a time. No, it's and not it's, right. It, it, and, 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 and let me tell you this, Limerick Camogie don't know either because they haven't been informed. Yeah, well, it's it's not fair on players or management and it's not the fault of Limerick, but it happens far too often and there's only so many times you can would say without banging your head off the wall. So, look, they just need to, to get things sorted. There's an, there's two associations very close to them that, do, that run it right. So, hopefully they can get that in order I, I, I'm prepared to keep getting the bangs off the wall Jack yeah on this well, one. fair play Joe but it's just it's frustrating to say the least but moving into more positive note um, the Kloshna Trokrath the school in Raquel are in All-Ireland D final tomorrow afternoon at half one in a, the Leash Offaly ETB Centre of Excellence they play Luke and CBS in the D All-Ireland final we spoke to Captain Keno Carroll, who's another part of that Sarah-studded under-20 squad, and their coach, Robert McNamara, uh, yesterday afternoon to get their thoughts ahead of the game. So we'll play that for you now. Thank you, joined by Klaus Latroka, Raquel Duo, Robert McNamara and Keno Carroll, ahead of their All-Ireland D-Final this Thursday afternoon in the Leash Offaly ETB Centre of Excellence as they play Luke and CBS in that D-All-Ireland Final. Robert is the coach of the school and, and Keen is the captain. Keen, I'll come to you first. Approaching All Ireland final on Paddy's week, what was the mood like in the school coming up to the game? Uh, there was a great buzz now around the school the past few weeks. Like the teachers and all have been buying into us a lot, like and they're putting up bunting and flags for us and everything. And we're getting a lot of supporters now up to the match as well. So it'll be a great occasion for all the lads, and we all just can't wait now to get out into the field on Thursday. Are you able to get out of class a bit easier now? An excuse in All Ireland final coming up. I don't know about that now. Sir's been warning us all day to make sure we get all our homework done and get to class because he doesn't want any trouble. But I don't know. A few teachers now are less lenient than the rest of them. What's it like, uh, the dynamic in a, in a school team that you... Obviously, there's going to be lads from your own club, but you're going to be playing rivals that you play with your club later on in the year. How do you gel together? I don't know. I just It really helps, you know, when you've been in school for the past six years. Like, we all have a great bond between us, all the boys. Like, and every time we go out onto the field, we all just want to do the best for each other. Like, and we're a fierce, hard-working team. Like, we'll always... Everyone tries to just push everyone on, like... And, like, 
we haven't experienced too much success between all of us, even with clubs and everything. So, like, it would just be great to push on now and win this All-Ireland final. Yeah, you mentioned pushing on there. You started off very well, obviously, with wins, back-to-back wins. But you seem to get better as the competition goes on and your best performance was in the Munster final and your best performance then came in All-Ireland semi that you do seem to get better game on game. I oh, yeah, definitely. But, like, even at the start, no, at trainings, like, you'd have a few lads messing around. Like, but now that we're getting to the later stages, like, everyone's really getting focused, like, and everyone just wants to get the best out of us, like, and... In the matches now, everyone, like, we're all focused for the games. Like, everyone would make sure we're eating the right stuff, drinking enough water. Like, everyone's taking this match very seriously, like, and we just can't wait for it. Robert, coming to you, do you feel that in the squad that there is improvements as you as you go on the air? Uh, yeah, definitely. Like, you can see it there from from the start, from the first game till now. Like, they've improved. They're working better better as a unit on the field um, compared to the, the start of the year. Do you know, I suppose... With the post-primary schools, it's hard, like, you know, as you said there at the top of the show, the players are, are training with different clubs. Now, look, we're blessed. We have we have a spread across probably about maybe three, four clubs on the team. So a lot of them are used to playing with each other. But at the same time, there's there's people coming into the into the team and they have to work together. And you can see it there. They've progressed game after game. And look, there's been, there's been easier games than... And there's been harder games, and you can see they have the resilience in them. And they, as Kean said, they are a hard-working team, and they have they have given you know a hundred percent or whatever is asked of them, no matter what sort of challenges have been thrown up at them. So even our first day out, I suppose we didn't know what we didn't know what to expect. You know how we were going to perform. We, we tried to get a few challenges in beforehand. We got one. Um, we saw a couple of changes there, and we made them. We went out the first day. We sort of were very strong in the first half, but we went off it in the second half, and that's sort of something we looked at then, and then co- come out the next day then, and the team performed better over the 60 minutes. You know, so it, there's a clear progression every day as they go out, and I suppose the Munster final was a great test for them to get over the line, and it shows what a team and the character of the team have, and all the lads like so. It was it was it was it's been it's been a super I suppose journey and I suppose as Keen said it's not over yet like so we want to make sure we we finish it off well and hopefully the boys will be able to come out on Thursday and you know do themselves proud and that's what we want I suppose especially for the for the school and for their for their clubs and I suppose for the the local Iraqi as well you know yeah you John, obviously you're dealing with young lads there they're they're all still in their school years but. An all Iron final brings with it that extra hype. Obviously, that trip to Dublin for you know the photo shoot with all the other clubs that are all Iron finals. I suppose, how do you manage that expectation? Keen mentioned the bunting and stuff and the talk around school. How do you keep the, the lads grounded and just focus on the game? Uh, I suppose, look, it's no easy feat. Keep you know, lads, you're talking, you're dealing with 18, 17, 16 year olds. Joe, you know, it's not about, I suppose, too much trying to keep them grounded. It's just I suppose asking them to enjoy it and don't take it for granted i suppose you know and i've said that to him on numerous occasions like and hopefully keen will back me up i have told him enjoy it like you know so it is it is an occasion to enjoy it's not something to to try and build yourself down you want to build yourself up but obviously keeping a cool head about you as well and you know i think the boys are focused you know they know there's a job at hand there's 60 minutes we have to go out there we have to perform and, and they know that as well I suppose my biggest concern is, as Keen said, uh, making sure they don't um, shorten their responsibilities in school as well and, and make sure they're doing the right things in school. And 
I suppose, making sure no one comes back to me and I don't have to have awkward conversations. <laughs> Matt, I'll throw it over to you there for a minute. Yeah, Robert, um, um, just just looking through your results there, they, 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 um, there were some very close calls in Munster. You, obviously, you're going you're going into Saturday's final, or Thursday's final, following a good win in the All-Ireland semi-final, but really battled having coming out of, out of Munster. Yeah, 100%, I'd say. Look, the games in Munster, they're very competitive, like no matter what grade you're in, like... Um, and it is something that is is that's going to stand to us, I suppose, coming through out of Munster like the way we have. Um, I suppose there was games like you know you could say we we won by four four or three or four points, uh, or and the final we won by a point. You might say four points is not substantially, but the games were much tighter than that. You know, it was tit for tat, a lucky goal. This, you know, the break of a ball goes your way and. Look, I suppose it is standing to us in that regard. And we went out in the semi-final and we didn't take anything for granted. And I suppose, you know, you just have to play what's in front of you. And the boys went out and they gave an unbelievable uh, performance like across 60 minutes, you know. So, as we said, we came in at halftime in the semi-final and, you know, we were well on top. And, so um, Mr. Mr. Fair, another teacher in the school, just said to the boys, you know, we need to go out now and we need to finish we need to finish this game we need to win the second half as well you know good teams go out and and they win the second half they don't just put, take the foot off the pedal pedal and that's what the boys did i suppose and i suppose that battle of hardness from munster is what was able to get do that performance in the semi-final in the second half so look it's it's great it's a great asset to have um it's on the team and it's something that you know is going to really benefit us in the final like you won you won the, the, the final in the most dramatic of circumstances against Blarney. Yeah, yeah, it was it was an unbelievable performance from the boys in the second half. Like, you know, we they just came out and uh, they just blitzed them for the first ten minutes and they had no they had no response and with literally the boys fought on the ground for every ball. There was no there was no dead ball, every ball was was alive for them like they wanted it their hunger was there and you know we took the opportunities when they came and that's what sure within 10 minutes we had them we had them back within a point like so you know it's it's super to see that in a group as i said you know you're, you're dealing with 18 17 16 year olds and to see that resilience in in a, a group of lads you know our panel isn't that big and you know one to 20 everyone is behind one another and Look, Ian had a few words at halftime as well, and you know it's great to see that leadership on the team, and there's, there's a couple more along with him, you know, and that's what you, like that's what you're just hoping from a group, like, and look, I'm lucky enough, I'm just mentoring this group of boys, like it's their clubs that have done the groundwork, it's their clubs that have put in their training, and you know, I'm just lucky enough that I'm involved at school level with him, and I'm very thankful for that, and the lads are. I suppose the lads are repaying me with with great success. It's just it's just unbelievable, and it was an unbelievable performance from him in the second half. Um, Robert, you have a you have a twenty five strong squad drawn from six clubs. Thirteen of them are from Croke Kilfinney. Um, is how much of an advantage is that, lads that are playing with that club and playing with their school? I suppose look, they're they're well used to playing with one another. Um, you know, it gives them that advantage. They know how how they move on the field and, and what way they want to play the game. And 
it's of great benefit you know that they're probably nearly instinctive to know if the ball breaks and they're and they're on the attack it's nearly instinctive they know that someone is going to be off their shoulder or someone is going to come from um, midfield and is going to run off the shoulder or is going to be there for them or they know how the lads are moving inside and they know where to put the ball and the lads are just going to be there you know it's it's taking that extra second looking up to make sure that person is there you know they instinctively know that they, you know these these are where their players are going to be because they're so used to working with one another i suppose and again look it's as i said there it's a testament to the clubs like it's obviously the training they're putting in that they they have this ability and aptitude of the game that they can they can work together like that and, and be instinctive enough on the field so it's you know it's it's of great benefit really yeah um keen turning to you um do you have to pinch yourself at times to think that by maybe three o'clock on Thursday evening you'll be an All Ireland winning captain? I uh, know I try not to think about it now too much. I just focus on myself and the team and like how I'll perform now on the day. Like I won't, I won't think about a speech now or anything like that. I just focus on trying to perform my best now on the day. Um, of course, you 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 have um your uncle is one of the most famous Limerick supporters. Uh, Bog Carroll, will Bog be on the sideline shouting you on on, on Thursday? Uh, Bog will be up now in Port Leach and about nine o'clock in the morning. And I'm sure he'll have a hat and everything ready. And what 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 words of advice has he given you? Uh, he just said go out and enjoy the day, like and stay calm. And sure, he'll be shouting me on from the sideline anyway. So that's all, the only support I need. That's okay. That's that, that's it for me, Jack. Thanks, lads. Before I go, uh, Keen, just as captain, what what kind of role are you as a captain? Are you a talker or do you kind of let the hurling do the talking for you? Uh, I do a bit of talking all right. I talk to the boys before the match and like if they need a few boys need a few words of encouragement, like I'd give it to them at half time. But to be fair, most of the boys, like you don't need to say anything to them. They'll just go out and do their job. Like, and sure, look, I try, to, I try my best to let my hurling do the talking at times then as well. Yeah, well, you, you've certainly let your talking do, or your hurling do the talking throughout the campaign. Lads, thanks very much for your time. We wish you the very best of luck this Thursday, the 16th of March, at half one in the Leash Offaly ETB Centre of Excellence. You play Luke and CBS in the D Ireland hurling final. The best of luck and thanks very much. No, that was Keno Carroll and Robert McNamara for Colossian Trophy. Uh, just, I just want to add our best wishes to the lads there. Um, it's it's a phenomenal achievement and. As 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 Robert McNamara was telling us off there, there it's 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 um, before we started, it was it it's the first year that there is an All Ireland series in the D competition, and I'd imagine yeah. it's the same for the 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 C competition uh, as well because um, you will recall that Mitchellstown CBS um, they defeated um, uh, Salishan College Palace Kenry in 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 the in the C final. They're now true to the All Ireland final against Maharafelt. And it's on in Kinnegad, I think, either I think it's Saturday. It's it's on in Friday or Saturday anyway. So like um you know if if if, if you're right, Jack, just on, on the whole year broadly um for, for post primary schools, it has been a decent year for Limerick schools. It has, and hopefully... Castle Tried got, got to the B final. Um, Palace Kinry got to the C final. Um, Raquel won the D final. Art School Reach were within hair's breadth of getting to the half D final. 
Um, just just know, last out Kesley, who, who, who went on to win the Hartley Cup. So, um, it's it, it's it's a good year. Good year, and hopefully, Clash uh, and Trocher can add the cherry on top and take home the All Ireland title uh, tomorrow afternoon. Um, I told you we'd we'd come to the football eventually, Matt, and and here we are. And last Friday, uh, I know you were away for a couple of days, but. Your phone would have been busy with the news that Ray Dempsey had stepped down as manager of the Limerick football team. Um, the statement said that uh, his manager team was going with him, but one of those is Mark Fitz, and he was also confirmed as the new manager. So it's, it's kind of hard to say what's going on inside there. But it was probably a union that just didn't work. There was, there was eight games, only one win. That came in the first one against Waterford. Um some heavy losses and if you're going by the rumours it, it probably came to head against Cork now the game against Mead was probably their best performance which is strange to think that it came after that game but whatever way it happened uh, Limerick Football have a new manager They're, they need to win their last two games to ensure safety sometimes a new manager will bring a bounce with him other times it takes time but I suppose what was your initial reaction to the news? My initial reaction was, you know, um, coming in the middle of a season like this, that this is an unholy mess. And, um, you know, um, Ray Dimsey was, what, eight games into his into his reign. Um, you, like you, Jack, and you mentioned that there are about rumblings of discontent after, after the defeat to Cork. Um, and I suppose the, the, the margin of the defeat and... Um, um, would lead to rumblings of discontent, and I suppose, um, but that seemed to have been all parked and put to bed with a very, very good performance against Meath the last day out. Um, when, when Limerick secured their first point of the league, a point that might very, very, very well save their skin yet in, 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 in Division Two. But Jack, yeah. it's it, it, it's it's you know it, I I spoke earlier on at the outset of this podcast, Jack, about the feel good factor and um, uh, what the legacy Liam Cairns left in Limerick football. You know, and in the the we've it's all from last year and um, look, look there was no question playing division two um, was going to be a huge challenge the challenge was compounded by the fact that you were playing Derry away in the first round and Dublin at home in the second round the two likely um, promotion candidates and it was likely that you were going to have two games played and no points. So um, that is how it transpired. I think the defeat to Louth, like that the performance was good against Louth, but um, you know, we still we still came away with no points from, from RD. Like so, and then you had that you had that horror show down in Cork. But um, as I said, I thought that was seemed to be put behind us. And and um, and you know that possibly that we've turned the corner because 
you're you're in a situation now, Jack, where you're in a three-way battle to avoid the two places, um, avoid the two counties that are to drop to Division Three. <coughs> you're there with Kildare and Clare, and we play bottom. So yeah. the point against me, Jack, brought our destination very firmly back into our own hands. Very definitely. I, I know it, it might be simple and simplistic to say it, but the, the, it is beat, beat, um, beat till there and beat Claire. And you can preserve status. And judging by the performance of, of Kildare to date in the competition, it should be possible. And we all know the dynamic between Limerick and Clare when form goes out the window and, you know, um, we don't have fears of travelling to Ennis. But um, for that to happen, of course, you know, for it to be as simple as that, Gary have to beat Clare in own bag at the weekend. Now, you, you would expect that that would happen. But, um, like, our destination is in our own hands. Like, Lose on Sunday, Jack, we're down. Yeah. Because we can't catch Kildare. Win on Sunday doesn't mean we're necessarily up. We still have a job to do in, in Ennis. So um, you mentioned there about a new manager bounce. Um, it's it's something that can go either way, Jack. Yeah. It, 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 you know, you might get an instant bounce or there might be a settling in period. Now, the, the, and we wish Mark Fitzgerald the very best of luck. The only plus side I see is that he has been in the system before. He has been in the system up to now. He was part of Ray Dimsey's backroom team. And my, my understanding is that it, it's, it's, um, it's three of, of, of um, there, there, there seemed to be a blanket statement that the management had gone. Yeah, I, 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 and we spoke about this off air. Um, I don't think that was that was entirely correct. In in that three had gone. Um, we had Matt Fitzgerald, our, our Red MC. He, there was a selector from Mayo and Anthony Maher. Those three are gone. But it would appear that Sean Downey and and John John Chalk are still on board. And um, my understanding is that there may be one or two more added. Um ahead of Sunday. But um like it's it, it's such an important game for Limerick on Sunday. And um there's so many ifs, there's so many buts, there's so many possibilities um with, with, with a new manager coming in um certainly in, in terms of the league um it, it's a bit of a surprise Jack let's face it that today yeah, yeah. are in the position that they're in. Hundred percent. 100%. Like they, they were, they were only, they were only relegated last year, and 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 and, and the general perception was um, that 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 there would be strong candidates to bounce back, and on the first day of the league, Jack, um, uh, that looked like being the case when 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 Dublin were very lucky to beat them by a point in Croke Park, and yeah. one said to themselves, "Hey, Jesus." Uh, you know, Kildare, uh, what's, what's been taught about Kildare or what's been forecast for Kildare is correct. But the wheels really came off the wagon when Cork arrived in Newbridge in the second round. Now, they got, yeah. <laughs> they got, they got a win in Ennis. And um, 
but they've subsequently lost to Derry and Louth. And um, I, 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 I don't think, um, from reading Jack um, about it, um, it, it's not so much the defeats that will worry Glenn Ryan and his management team, but the, 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 the type of performance and the manner of the defeats. You know, so they're arriving in Limerick, um, not in a good place, Jack, but they will know the permutations, win the football match, Limerick can't catch them. And yeah. and if Clare are beaten in 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 in, um, in if, if Kildare win the match on Sunday, yeah, um, I, I I and Clare lose in Derry, I reckon I reckon Limerick and Clare are down. Yeah, because Kildare have head to head. They have the head to head. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a big, it's a huge game for Kildare, um, and it's a huge game for Limerick, but they are extremely vulnerable. Um, Kildare, as are Limerick, and there's so much riding on this game. And as you said, we never thought it would come down to this that Kildare could be in relegation trouble, um, and Limerick at the same time. So it's a huge game for both sides, but please God, Limerick can get the job done. And one thing we know is Limerick have the players to get the job done. You know, these players haven't, you know, forgot how to play football overnight. Um, with some of the best defenders in the country, I think, with some lovely attacking players. The signs were there against Mead. It's just about if you can deliver a performance like you did against Mead, you'll have that extra bit of confidence. I think Limerick can get the job done. And look, that's that's what they need to do because anything else and the good work from it's, last year will be on will be undone. It's not the green mist descending profusely across my eyes, Jack. But um, I, I'm I'm in I, I'm tending to lean towards Limerick getting a new managerial bounce. Yeah, and I'm agreeing based, with you based on, the, based on the performance against Meath as well. And I think uh, Limerick might see a certain man back in the stand, um, and it'll be the perfect return present if the hurlers can first of all secure a league semi-final place and the footballers can get a first win of the year and bring their survival hopes uh, to the last day. So that's Limerick against Kildare at quarter to four this Sunday in the two. Oh, Jack, we 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 we'll be waiting anxiously um, for Thursday or Friday evening for the announcement of the team. Yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be it'll but be very that, interesting. That would be very 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 interesting. Yeah, but some these there are so many dummy teams these days. You don't know you don't know what to expect. But um, I would just urge people well, that, that are that, in. That, you know, I have a view on that. That that thing has to be stopped. You know. Yeah. But anyways, the the people and that are I'll, there. I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you one thing, Jack. I'll tell you one thing. Um, the man that has led Limerick to four of the last five All Irelands does not indulge in that shenanigans. Yeah, that's very true. And talking about the hurlers briefly, there'll be there'll be a huge crowd there for the hurlers, as there always is. I'd encourage everyone that's there for the first game to stay for the second game. And give the footballers the, the support they deserve because these teams are training as hard. Um, the results mightn't be the same on the field, but they're training as hard. Um, so if you're in the Gaelic grounds, stay for the two games. You know, it's a good day out. Uh, I would imagine it's it's the same price to stay for both as it is to go to one of them. So the best look to the Limerick footballers this weekend, and hopefully they can get that. I agree, I agree that. totally with you, Jack. I would appeal to the people to please stay on and give them that support. You know, it it might be one of the most important games, and you know, in Limerick football. 
Oh, it'll definitely be one of the most important games in Limerick football for a long time, <laughs> um, regardless of what way it goes. But I suppose in a more positive positive and negative note, the Liam O'Connor Cup, which you mentioned earlier, Limerick were in the final against Clare. Um, they lost. It was on in Clare again. We went through that last week, so we won't go on that they got two home games. But one four to 12 points um, is a respectable scoreline, especially when you consider it was... 214 to 5 only about three weeks ago. Limerick seem to have changed their setup. They've gone more defensive um, and it's working because they beat Offaly, who were all Ireland champions two years previously. This is a really strong Clare side. Um, that they will, this Clare team will be backing themselves definitely as the second best team in Munster and pushing Kerry fairly close. But for Limerick under 20s to be in a final, first and foremost, bodes very well. They have Waterford in the in the first round championship, which they'll be expected to win and lay down a marker. Um, and then you know, once you once you get into the semi-final, if you get in the semi-final, it's Cork. It isn't Kerry now, Cork are formidable at that level. But on the Liam O'Connor Cup, Matt, first of all, good to get there, good to give a good performance and a plenty of learnings to take from it. Yeah, absolutely, Jack. And 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 we we, we spoke here um uh, last week, if you'll recall, about the, about the value of the competition in terms of preparation for the championship, and like Limerick are after getting four very very good games um, now in this competition, and and you know um, you, you you can see the level of improvement um, uh, as you rightly pointed out there that Limerick in the league game against Clare guy out of the group game of the Liam O'Connor Cup got beaten. 14 to five points by Clare, and it was much much closer in Milltown Melbay last 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 Saturday evening. Um, it was six points to three at half time. Ended up um, uh, twelve points to one four, as 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 you say. Um, a, a certain gentleman from Ballysteen got all of four Limerick's four points. David O'Shaughnessy, yeah. who's a huge prospect, by the way, in my view, and. You had um, Mike Malloy from um, Nakaderi got, got got Limerick's goal, but it, it puts Limerick in good shape, Jack. Going into is it April the tenth? It's on a Monday April night. 10th. Yeah. Um, uh, against Waterford in the first round of the championship. So, um, yeah, I I I, I think um, it, it has been a very very well worked ex while exercise on the part of Limerick to be in a competition like that, and. Um, and uh, and Limerick took it seriously, and um, like the wins over Tipperary and Offaly, and you know certainly a, we were involved with a very exceptionally good Clare side this year. Yeah, that's fair to say. And look, it just bodes well for the future that Limerick are beating the likes of Tipperary and Offaly, and it's a very good Clare team, as you said. But that they know when they get to adult level, and please God, they'll be. In Division Two, at least when they get there, that they compete against these teams um, at an underage level. So commiserations to Shane Kelly and his side, but congratulations on getting there um, in the first place. I had said at the start, Matt, that I wanted to come back to Hurland to ask you one question, and I mentioned you briefly yesterday. But we're hoping that Limerick, Limerick have played four games in the league now. We're hoping that they'll have three more: um, Wexford, a league semi-final, and a league final. So if they do, that'll be seven games. From the four games you've seen so far, who have been your standout players for Limerick? Now, you won't have seen all of them, but who for you have been the standout players so far for the hurlers in the league? Tom Morrissey. 
that is. <laughs> well, he's he's been absolutely outstanding. In fairness, yeah. Um, I I I think his brother has been very very good as well. You know, yeah. but there are a number of performances. Um, um, I, I I'd be extremely happy with the impact that that um that Shane O'Brien has been making and and on his first year, and I'd also be very very happy with the with the impact that the like of um. Donegal Dolly has has been made. I thought um, Dara Donovan, he wasn't on last week, but I thought in the first three games he was extremely, extremely good and consistent. Yeah. You know, there, there, there are a lot of a lot of there are a lot of positives there. Um, um, Kyle Hayes certainly um, in the game against um, Galway was absolutely outstanding. So yeah. um, Peter Casey looks like getting back to his sharpest best. Um, yeah, and you know that they, 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 they would be the standout players for me. Plus, plus of course the the, the four that have come on board since last week. Yeah, for me, I, 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 think... have, I, I have no I have no doubt that um, when we'll be having this debate next week, we we we, we will be looking back and they having made our mark in the Gaelic grounds on Sunday. I would imagine. Yeah, for for me, I think having. The year of Kyle in the forwards between club and county has really brought any striking to whole new level. He's you obviously know how well he's he's good at running with the ball, but the fact that he can now stroke it over from the bones of a hundred yards is another deadly weapon. But for me, I think Dar Donovan has been the standout player for Limerick. He featured in all the games so far. Now, very briefly in Mullingar, but William Donahue gets so much praise beside him as probably the best infielder in the country, but you know, Dara goes about his business. He's integral to the Limerick team. He's a brilliant hurler first and foremost, but the work rate he puts in, I just think he's been very, very good this year. And obviously Tom Morrissey has really come alive in in the last few weeks. But it's good to see so many Limerick players going so well so early in the season. Um because they'll all be needed. They will Jack, but you know, Limerick won the All Ireland last year and completed three in a row. And to that three in a row winning team, you add Keen Lynch and Peter Casey. Two times hurler of the year, Keen Lynch and Peter Casey. Gives you an idea of the position and the strength of where Limerick are going into this year's championship. Oh, yeah. I don't think. Uh, Irrespective of what will happen in the league, Jack. Yeah, I think they're the envy of every every other county. And long may, <laughs> may that continue. I was just intrigued to get your, your thoughts on that there, Matt. Anything we missed over the course of the first 70 minutes? Because there's always one or two things that we seem to forget. But remember, straight after the podcast, to stop recording. No, I don't. I don't think there's there's anything else. Um, so this weekend, so many teams in action. Obviously, yeah. On, but, but I suppose, Jack. You know, as we said at the outset, the the whole week has been overshadowed, um, by the loss of two icons and. We, we certainly cannot lose sight of that. And I'm sure they'll be remembered at the Gaelic grounds on Saturday, on Sunday. And oh, remember whatever Limerick teams play, you know. So um, uh, let's hope for a good weekend. It, as I said at the outset in our opening remarks, it, 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 it's a defining weekend for the senior hurlers, senior footballers and senior camogie. Yeah, it's a huge, huge weekend. Um, and obviously St. Patrick's weekend. So... Um, Hope everyone has a nice Friday. They can get out to parades. Hopefully the weather is a is a bit better on Friday, Matt, so that we're not washed out of it. Are um, you going? Par- are you going parading, Jack? Uh, I don't know. The the Fela team are on below on the field. There's three games on in Ballystine on Friday morning, ten, eleven, and twelve. 
for anyone that's interested. And I don't know, I might go watch a bit of Cheltenham for the week that's in it. This is the only week in the year where I watch a bit of horse racing. Um, and while we're on that, the best to look to the real whacker uh, in the Browns advisory. That's a 2.10 today, Wednesday. He's trained by a, a local man, Paddy Neville, who's over in England at the moment, and Davey Mann is in, investing in that. So there's a real belly scene connection in the real whacker. So hopefully he'll uh, he'll come good and that uh, the small bit of money that all the locals have on him will be worth it. But the not best look, Paddy... Not only are Ballystein taking Limerick by storm, they've now taken Cheltenham by storm. <laughs> well, that's that's the goal, Fing- fingers crossed. Uh, that'll come good today and it'll start a good good weekend for us. But uh, an hour and 12 on the clock, Matt. I think that's a podcast. The best look to the hurlers, footballers, the Komogi team and action this weekend. Raquel School, obviously, on Thursday. Um, a big thank you to everyone for tuning in. Make sure to like and subscribe and follow and all that good stuff. Big thank you to Knowles Menswear for getting involved. It's great to have a sponsor. And if you're looking to get decked out for St. Patrick's weekend, or even if you're thinking of going over to Cheltenham in here and then, make sure to head into Knowles Menswear. There's a shop in a, there's two in Limerick and there's one out in Newcastle. Uh, all the details are on our website. So a huge thank you to them. And a huge thank you to you, Matt. As always, uh, we'll call it a day at that and we'll be in, t- in touch soon. Thank you. Thank you, Jack. Especially in the game, we get old with what you put in. It's like a walk of life. If you're good enough, go out and get it, no more about it. But not so much control in the centre of the field from Phil Kenny as Richie Bennett sends it high and over the bar. Your mother sends you down to the shop for a pound's worth of goods and she gives you 50 pence. You can't get the pound's worth of goods, can you? He's just about kept in. Oh, wow. Well, it's Shorty Buckley. To do that to Tomas O'Shea, he deserves to score from here. One of the highlights of the second game. Limerick went out there from the world court today. No more about it. They made all the run and that was it. Put the ball over the barrel, the fact of it, and that's it. No ifs, no buts. Is there much time left? We have a couple of injuries. Here comes Kieran Curry. Curry leading the charge of the left today. 45 minutes out. He's a chance to score. He's put it in. There's no sympathy in this game for anybody.